Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Fighting a wildfire in Texas. Building a network to connect 40 million people to the internet. Cutting pollution with chainsaws. Hear Chubb customers tell their stories at chubb.com slash podcast. And stay tuned after the show to hear how a family moved to Napa and created one of the largest private wineries in the world. An old technique could put artificial intelligence in your hearing aid by Tom Simonite. Dagspicer is expecting a special package soon, but it's not a Black Friday impulse buy. The fist-sized motor, green by corrosion, is from a historic room-sized computer intended to ape the human brain. It may also point toward artificial intelligence's future. Spicer is senior curator at the Computer History Museum in Mountain View, California. The motor in the mail is from the Mark I Perceptron, built by Cornell researcher Frank Rosenblatt in 1958. Rosenblatt's machine learned to distinguish shapes such as triangles and squares seen through its camera. When shown examples of different shapes, it built knowledge using its 512 motors to turn knobs and tune its connections. It was a major milestone, says Spicer. Computers today don't log their experiences, or hours, using analog parts like the Perceptron's self-turning knobs. They store and crunch data digitally, using the 1s and Os of binary numbers. But 11 miles away from the Computer History Museum, a Redwood City, California startup called Mythic, is trying to revive analog computing for artificial intelligence. CEO and co-founder Mike Henry says it's necessary if we're to get the full benefits of artificial intelligence in compact devices like phones, cameras, and hearing aids. Mythic uses analog chips to run artificial neural networks or deep learning software, which drive the recent excitement about AI. The technique requires large volumes of mathematical and memory operations that are taxing for computers and particularly challenging for small devices with limited chips and battery power. It's why the most powerful AI systems reside on beefy cloud servers, 
That's limiting because some places AI could be useful have privacy, time, or energy constraints that mean handing off data to a distant computer is impractical. You might say Mythic's project is an exercise in time travel. By the time I went to college, analog computers were gone, says Eli Yablonovich, a professor at University of California, Berkeley, who got his first degree in 1967. This brings back something that had been soundly rejected. Analog circuits have long been relegated to certain niches, such as radio signal processing. Henry says internal tests indicate mythic chips make it possible to run more powerful neural networks in a compact device than a conventional smartphone chip. This can help deploy deep learning to billions of devices like robots, cars, drones, and phones, he says. Henry likes to show the difference his chips could make with a demo in which simulations of his chip and a smartphone chip marketed as tuned for AI, runs software that spots pedestrians in video from a camera mounted on a car. The chips Mythic has made so far are too small to run a full video processing system. In the demo, Mythic's chip can spot people from a greater distance because it doesn't have to scale down the video to process it. The suggestion is clear. You'll be more comfortable sharing streets with autonomous vehicles that boast analog inside. Digital computers work by crunching binary numbers through clockwork-like sequences of arithmetic. Analog computers operate more like a plumbing system, with electrical current in place of water. Electrons flow through a maze of components like amplifiers and resistors that do the work of mathematical operations by changing the current or combining it with others. Measuring the current that emerges from the pipeline reveals the answer. That approach burns less energy than an equivalent digital device on some tasks because it requires fewer circuits. A mythic chip can also do all the work of running a neural network without having to tap a device's memory which can interfere with other functions. The analog approach isn't great for everything, not least because it's more difficult to control noise, which can affect the precision of numbers. But that's not a problem for running neural networks, which are prized for their ability to make sense of noisy data like images or sound. Analog math is great for neural networks, but I wouldn't balance my checkbook with it, Henry says. If analog comes back, it won't be the first aspect of the Mark I perceptron to get a second life. The machine was one of the earliest examples of a neural network, but the idea was mostly out of favor until the current AI boom started in 2012. Mythic's analog plumbing is more compact than the Perceptron Mark I's motorized knobs. The company's chips are repurposed flash memory chips like those inside a thumb drive, a hack that turns digital storage into an analog computer. The hack involves writing out the web of a neural network for a task such as processing video under the memory chip's transistors. Data is passed through the network by flowing analog signals around the chip. Those signals are converted back into digital to complete the processing and allow the chip to work inside a conventional digital device. Mythic has a partnership with Fujitsu, which makes flash memory and aims to get customers' final chip designs to test next year. The company will initially target the camera market, where applications include consumer gadgets, cars, and surveillance systems. Mythic hopes its raise-the-dead strategy will keep it alive in a crowded field of companies working on custom silicon for neural networks. Apple and Google have added custom silicon to power neural networks into their latest smartphones. Yablonovich of Berkeley guesses that Mythic won't be the last company that tries to revive analog. He gave a talk this month highlighting the opportune match between analog computing and some of today's toughest and most lucrative computing problems. The full potential is even bigger than deep learning, Yablonovich says. He says there is evidence analog computers might also help with the notorious traveling salesman problem, which limits computers planning delivery routes, and in other areas including pharmaceuticals and investing. 
Something that hasn't changed over the decades since analog computers went out of style is engineers' fondness for dreaming big. Rosenblatt told the New York Times in 1958 that perceptrons might be fired to the planets as mechanical space explorers. Henry has extraterrestrial hopes, too, saying his chips could help satellites understand what they see. He may be on track to finally prove Rosenblatt right. This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how this family created one of the largest private wineries in the world right now. We started making wine in 1948, one bottle at a time. Today, we produce nearly 20 million cases a year. Chubb has helped us grow for the past 30 years. They helped us prevent equipment problems during harvest and provided guidance when we started exporting internationally. Now we're working with them on cybersecurity. My grandfather taught me to make a wine that over-delivers. Chubb over-delivers. Hear more stories at chubb.com slash podcast. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.